0: Bonjour, I'm Marlene, a travel lover. Welcome to Broad, where I will share more of a decade of travel experiences and inspire people with full time jobs to travel more than they think they can. Hey, it's Travel Tuesday. And today, I'm doing a bit of a road podcast in the wild mountain of Corfu in Greece, with a beautiful beach and beautiful weather. It's actually 38 degrees today, so I was thinking of doing this podcast outside. But unfortunately he's gonna be here in my hotel room. I wanted a bit of a solo traveling because it's been a bit of a hard year in terms of content creation. So I wanted some time to unwind a bit. So today I took this opportunity to talk about solo traveling. So in this podcast, we're gonna debunk all the myths that are based around solo traveling. Like talk about the fears that people have some time to leave their wife, children, friends, husband, anything at home to go traveling and also the five, I'm going to give you five top tips on how to travel travel solo as a female, well, or anyone, but I'm a female, so it's relatable, <laughs> there we go. In 2020, I think a lot of people, further to it, the event of 2020, I think a lot of people realized how, how, how important is to do whatever you want to do, life is short and we are all stuck at home, we all wanted to travel. And now I think a lot of people have realized that nothing should stop you from traveling, be friends, husband or anything. So, but if you're still effed out, this is actually the podcast for you. I've been traveling solo for over a decade now. Of course, sometimes I, I travel with partners, but my, my favorite way of traveling is actually solo. I gained that interest. But 10 years ago when I travel, no, even more than that, maybe 15. When I went to New York, I was 19 years old, and that was my first time solo traveling. I loved it. Then after the year after I went to Mexico, where I studied for a year, in a totally foreign country, totally foreign language. So that needed a bit of adaptation there. And I loved it. Mexico is now one of my favorite countries in the world. So what are the myths that are sometimes here? But I have a question for you that I want you to put in the comments. What is stopping you from solo traveling? And as a result, I want to open this debate by uh, debunking, debunking of humid. So that sometimes I hear that solo traveling is just for backpacker, and uh, you have to be in a gap year. Of, I, I disagree. Actually, I have met a lot of women traveling solo in their 30s, 40s, like above even 80 years old because nothing is holding them back at all. They can afford it. They can have a comfortable room, so they don't need to stay in a hostel and share a room with people. So no, it's like give you actually more freedom to be an adult solo traveler instead of being a backpacker. Also now, uh, you don't need to be in a gap year because there's a lot of remote jobs online that you can sign up for and you can be a freelance worker and be based anywhere around the world so that's actually the topic of my net po- my next podcast so please subscribe or follow the podcast and i'm gonna have a very special guest in the next podcast and she will take you through how to become a digital nomad how to make money while you're traveling instead of spending money like when you're traveling just like me but i'm trying to change that that the, another myth that I hear is like that solo traveling is for single people. Again, I disagree. For example, I've been to yoga retreat where women were coming there when they had husband and children at home, and they're traveling solo. So, for example, they would do one week of the yoga retreat, and then they would do one week of their own exploration. Where if they are new found friends that they made at the, at the yoga retreat. And uh, it doesn't need to be yoga. It can be anything, any activity that you're interested in. It can be photography, kite surfing, I don't know, surfing. There's a lot of. I've been to a few surf retreats I loved it. Made a lot of friends. As a result, there's probably places <laughs> where, I personally, I would say you should be, you you should be single. I don't know if you go to Brazil. mean, everyone is quite hot there. I don't know. <laughs> their own but that's probably not the, the country i will go if i'm single but no, i'm just joking another myth that i hear or another question that, that sometimes I hear from people is if i ever feel lonely of course like let's, let's be real i'm not gonna go to bora bora as a solo female traveler <laughs> okay okay unless it's paid for i'm going there for photography gig and then I'm going there for a specific business purpose. Okay, yes, I will go. But just for exploration, I don't think that's the kind of destination I will go. So, yeah, in order to not feel lonely, try to go like somewhere where it's social. You shouldn't feel like, I don't know, you cannot control your feeling. but You shouldn't feel lonely because actually you should be free, you know? And uh, that's the best, that's the catalyst of solo traveling is to gain, like, some personal freedom and discover yourself and like live in a bit of a discomfort and actually is also the best way to make friends with local and actually once you have made these friends they can like show you the best place to be the best place to see the best food to have and don't despair you'll never be alone because you always encounter another solo traveler i feel like need, some people feel like oh but you need to be confident etc it will come, it will come, because when you put in a certain situation, you, you kind of spread your wings. So I will say, no, I never actually feel lonely when I solo travel. So now let's go to the core of this conversation. So what are the five best ways to travel solo? So I will say, number one, go to a specialist agency. So the agency that I recommend and I've used... A couple of times. It's called Beyond Tourism Company. So this agency will give you a tailor-made itinerary in a destination that you will go. So for example, when I went to Guatemala, the itinerary was all set for me, except for flight. But if you want your flight to also be arranged, they can do it. So they arrange your flight, they arrange your transfer. And in Guatemala, for example, they gave me like five cities to see and in each of the cities hotel were arrange, and transfer as well and you just give them the money as a package and they do everything for you so you don't have to do anything and the reason why I recommend them because they, they are into traveling sustainably they support the local businesses they will send you to like good hotel but not chains hotel which is good like good local hotel that are owned by local businesses so that's why also that's why I recommend them. I actually have a discount code in the description if you want to use them for your next trip. They go all around the world and, and on the five continents, and also in most of of the beaten path type of destination. So there's a 150 pound discount in the in the description if you use my code in your for your next trip. Also for young people between if you are between 20 and 35. There's an agency that a lot of people I know have been using. It's called Kontiki. This one is more, it's less adventurous. It's more, oh, for example, you go to Mykonos, they put you in a hotel there, and then they arrange all the day trip activity, nightclubs, restaurant, and they arrange everything for you. And obviously that conducts, that is conducive to, to making long lasting friendship. I never use them myself because it's kind of not my vibe really, but if you, yeah, if you're young, you want to have fun and single, that one, I think you probably should be single for that one. Yes, Contiki is one that I recommend as well. Number two, join a group tour. If you don't, if you want an itinerary, but don't want to be tied into a specific hotel or a specific driver or things like that, you can arrange everything independently. But to visit like tourist sites and everything, you can like book a tour company. The one that I recommend is called Get Your Guide. Because Get Your Guide actually use local guides to show you around a city. And I always use them when I travel exclusively. Exclusively. Now I'm an ambassador for them. So even more, I can promote them. And if you want 10% off on your next booking, the link is in the description as well. So this is another choice, a group tour. But there's also other other company that I can use. But I'm just giving my personal recommendation and the ones that I know that are good enough because I've tried a lot of them, and I can guarantee you that Get Your Guide is uh, <coughs> it's my favorite. And also, what I like about them is like their tours is between six to twelve people, but most of the time it's only six of you, and sometimes you can even be alone because. There's so many tours in cities that people have different preferences, so sometimes you end up just with you and the guide. So, for example, when I went to Bali, I went, I went to, to, I did the jeep tour of climbing Mount Tour and it was just me and a guide and a whole trip to myself. So, so get your guide is definitely one that I totally recommend. Number three travel to learn a new skill or to improve a skill that you already have as I mentioned before I used to do yoga retreat to like push my yoga further surfing retreat kites I know people who do kite surfing I know people who do yoga teacher training I'm a photographer so I like to join like community or creator, creator trips and everyone there comes solo and they learn new things you have a common interest so then there we go, you you are, you feel less anxious. Also you can go, another thing if you're not like that active, because I'm, it seems like I'm only talking about fitness over here. If you want to learn a new language, if you want to learn to cook, if you're into cooking. My friend went to Thailand the other day, like for a one week cooking class. Met friends there and continued traveling around Thailand. You can learn a new language as well. That's what brought me to London was coming there to improve my English and I never left 14 years later I'm still there and so I remember I was like put in this kind of hostel where I was sharing a room with other foreigners and then we were on there to learn English didn't learn much that year but eventually well I hope eventually that that had last long long lasting friendship that are still on today so there we go and also if you are stressed at work, number 4, I'll give, I suggest you to go to a wellness retreat and uh, to bed on yourself <laughs> because of course you've been traveling, no you've been working all year, sometimes you don't want that much of a active holiday and you, I don't want you to feel like if to travel solo you have to be like on, on, on all the time. You can have a proper chill holiday as well as a solo traveler. I know there's a place in St Lucia called The Body Holiday, which is also, there's activities of course for the, the sport people, but if you just want to chill and relax, it's a good place to go and uh, you're in St Lucia by the beach and not in a big resort where you'll be like with couples and family. I think everyone there that goes there is single or yeah, <laughs> whatever. Just go and check, but I don't know, a good place to go and a good place to relax and an opportunity to visit an exotic destination. And chill, there's also other wellness retreats where, where you have massages. Not, I won't mention yoga again, but it's more like, are you retreat like in India where you want to to cleanse your body and also have a relaxing holiday. So this is one, one of the things as well where you can find uh, other solo traveler. Number five tip the art to travel solo join a super crew. Cool. one of the in one of the previous podcasts i had a guest called sam which is organizing an event called end the table is like six women that never met before that come for dinner for an amazing meal and a meaningful conversation so she started this concept in amsterdam and now it's like spread all over the world. And during my podcast discussion with her, she told me that this idea came to her because one day she was in Spain and she was supposed to meet with a friend and her friend wasn't available. And as a result, she fell alone at night because she wanted to have a nice meal and a conversation. And then the idea sparked into your mind. It's like, oh, why not meet other female traveler? In a setting that is not like in a bar or a club or... Because it also came to her to, due to bathroom conversation between women. And she said, oh, why are you having this conversation in a bathroom? Let's just go. somewhere else, someone else, have a meal and chat about life. And so you should totally check it out on the table. I also, another way that I meet local when I travel, I join it With which is a platform where you can actually meet locals and they cook for you in their houses. So I know some of you will be like, oh, I'm not going to someone I don't know how. Like, I mean, that's why I'm eat with, it's with other people and with men as well. So that's why, and the table is probably a bit more trustworthy, but everything, everyone is elevated in this platform. So there's nothing actually to worry about that. But this is what I would recommend if you don't want to eat dinner alone when you're traveling. Extra tip is that uh, I give you is like number six, always be safe. It's about safety. Like write down in the itinerary of where you're going and uh, share it with your family or your closest friend. And uh, of course you can put some boundary of how many times do you want to be contacted during during your travel and things, but always share where you're going, where you are, at which moment, especially if you have doubts of a situation just share it like it doesn't cost anything how to be safe with your money I use Revolut which is a travel card that you top up on on the app so it's linked to your bank account so when you want to pay you pay on the spot rate you can take out up to 800 euros per day in cash at ATM so that makes you avoid like the, the big banking fees. For example, I remember one day I, re, I forgot my card at home, and I have to use uh, my main bank account to take cash out or to pay for things, and I end up being with an extraneous fees, foreign fees bill. So that, that's not happening again. Yeah. So use Revolut, or you can use Monzo, Monese, or anything. But Revolut is probably my top recommendation because they also send you the card. If you lose your card or if the, the machine has swallowed your card, then whatever it sends you within 24 hours, they will send you on your card. And so you can carry on traveling. And also, yeah, I also bring, always bring three, three cards with me and they're scattered around my stuff. So if a bag gets stolen, at least I have a backup. And I also always have a bit of cash. In me and uh, yeah, a bit of cash in you. So when you arrive into a place, you you can get a taxi or oh, something uh, to get to to get back to your hotel. So there's always a question that people ask you. Are you alone? Are you traveling alone? No, you're not. You're not traveling alone. Your mom is coming tomorrow. Your dad is coming in a couple of days. Your dad is tired, so he's back at the hotel. Your friend didn't want to do this activity, so they didn't come. And Anyway, anything you get asked, no, you're not traveling alone. Next, <laughs> no further comment needed. Also, don't flash valuable. I know that we all want beautiful pictures and uh, beautiful content because of the world of Instagram. But uh, me personally, when I shoot content, I only do it during the day. I don't do it at night. First of all, because it's cumbersome and when nights come, I don't want to be spending my day making a movie. So during the day, I film, take picture and at night, I just enjoy myself. I just have my phone on me. And I also have it in a crossbody bag. I take pictures sometimes when I see that the... The environment is safe or i'm in a restaurant or everything of course i'll take my phone out and take picture but when i'm walking around i have a crossbody bag phone inside and uh, yeah that's it and it's closed so i can always keep an eye on my valuable crossbody bag always recommend i'll put a couple of links it's not that expensive i'll put a couple of, lo- of links in the description it's the best investment that you can do for your travel so you always have your valuable close to your chest for your safety Please avoid all your vices. If you like drinking, smoking, taking drugs at home, keep keep it that way. Don't do it abroad. In a bar, when I go, when I'm on holiday, I always drink beer if I want to because the beer has been given to me, it's been open in front of me. Or if you're in a restaurant, it's fine, I mean. But don't get drunk. That's all I'm trying to say. And also, if you're in a bar with an open glass, I wouldn't really do that. Like. <laughs> Stuff can be put in your in your glass, and, it's not, and a lot of people, even in Japan, a lot of people got spiked in their drinks and then got robbed just like this because they were like, oh, it's Japan, it's super safe, maybe. And look, even the safest country in the world, they put stuff in your drink. So, oh, get the beer, they open it in front of you and, and, and drink that. Or you can have one of your own container, where you ask the barman, if you want like, I don't know, if you're in Brazil, you want caperina, As the bartender to put the caperina in that, in, in that cup that you brought yourself and then you can close and then you can have actually a safe night and even guys has been given that advice, especially in Brazil. There's an, an area in Rio called Lapa, actually saw a YouTuber the other day getting robbed there and he was giving also this. The same advice as I'm giving here, so be careful when you travel, no vices. And in terms of drugs, probably not a good idea to do any of it, especially in Southeast Asia, because you can go in prison for that, so it's not worth it. Not a nice ending of your holiday, isn't it? So no drug, no vice, no drugs, no alcohol, and don't smoke with random people. It's just not worth it. It's fun, okay, for a while, but... It's not worth it, especially if it's your first time Like, and you don't really know, you don't really speak the language and anything. Like just, just don't trust people. Don't trust anyone. I mean, most of the people are good, but not everyone is good. That's all I'm trying to say. And now in terms of staying connected, if you want to ensure that you always have data and internet when you're in a country, I would suggest to buy a local SIM card. So then you never have issue with your phone or sim if you have like one of the latest phone they let they let you add like a, a digital sim into your phone so then you don't have to to faffle around with, with sim card the one that i recommend is called arelo put a description below for three dollars off so this one as long as you have wi-fi you just connect on it And now you're connected to all the network around the world, and they just launched it now in America and South America. So they are truly worldwide now. So I hope all these advice will encourage you to travel solo. I'm not a novice at this, but I'm sure I start everyone started somewhere. I started somewhere and now I'm here. So you can definitely do it. Also, traveling solo has helped me making friends around the world with who I'm still in contact with now so now I can go to Norway and I have a friend there and then there we go I'm not traveling solo anymore I'm going to Norway alone but once I'm there I'm meeting people who show me around and show me the authentic experiences even so personally my favorite way of traveling is still travel solo but it's good to have the option to meet some friends there and if you experience traveling solo once twice or three times and you realize oh you know i I just don't like it but like count how many friends you make during this street trip and then going forward you don't need to be alone anymore so that that's actually what i would say oh you can continue traveling solo and i travel also i meet some of my friends who also like traveling solo and we say oh let's go to this place and we meet there and then we're traveling together but everyone has done their own thing like for example i go for two weeks there's one week i'll see my friend one week i'll be solo and that's a win-win there so definitely that's why i would say i would say to go so yeah for my part i still think traveling solo is the best but if you know about me well obviously you don't know about me but a bit about me like i'm an only child i was born in africa and I've always been around I've always been traveling around I've been always curious, adventurous speak many languages and I always want to push that a bit further so I got that in me Like I think if I don't travel I'm going to lose my mind somehow so yeah, this, this I got that in me but I also, for many people that once they've been traveling solo yes, changed them so if you want to go to do it definitely, definitely go for it I encourage you to do it And then a famous quote actually from Mandy Hall says that there are some places in life where you can only go alone, so embrace the solo journey. So if you find any of the info that I gave in this podcast valuable, interesting, please share or give me a like or subscribe to the channel, that would be like a great help for this channel and i will see you in the next episode but in the meantime if you want to catch up on all my travel stories like you can click here or my london life you can click below here so thanks for listening and live inspired